this week I'm podcasting from um, Nairobi in Kenya, where we've just had a fabulous week with the DMM Global Catalyst Camp. This gathering of, of leaders from around the world gathered under the leadership of Ayla Tazi, and uh, we gathered to hear so many amazing stories about movements that are happening in the hardest of places. Some of these movements are happening amongst uh, unreached people groups that have long been a fortress to the gospel that have opened up and today in places that were previously thought impossible, over 15,000 churches uh, based around disciple-making movements are flourishing. It truly has been an inspirational time and I think um, as we start to uh, examine and unpack the ideas that have been presented. Uh, number one, it's really quite simple. And number two, it's really about obeying Jesus and what he started, the example that he set about making disciples and the commands that he gave for us to live as disciples. And number three, in the wrestle of faith, as we start to look at the idea can movements actually happen in my place? As someone once said, the hardest place to start a movement is right where you are. Uh, it has produced faith. So in the next few weeks, we're going to be listening to some podcasts and talks that have come straight out of the Global Catalyst camp. Today, we're going to listen to the introduction for the whole uh, gathering given by Alatazi where he uh, discusses how his struggle was that in Kenya, he said in northern Kenya, amongst the 14 unreached people groups that had no movement, he said, it cannot happen here. And uh, the things that produce faith in his life, where today we see not only movements happening amongst those 14 unreached people groups, but across eastern Africa, which is the area that we're in. Really be encouraged and let faith be birthed in your heart as we start to listen to stories from the Global Catalyst Camp here in Nairobi, Kenya. When we started learning disciple-making movement, I had struggled myself. If you are here this morning and you are struggling with the concept of movement, and I think a number of us who are here at the beginning had struggles, and my struggle was where I was coming from. I come from a Muslim background, being a Muslim, then went into the church, did ministries, and when I started hearing what God was doing in other parts of the world, and I was invited to a training, it's a long story, my response for the whole week is that that can happen somewhere else but it cannot happen in my areas. I took that position, one, for two reasons. One, because I wanted to defend what I was doing as the right thing. I had stopped learning because I thought I had arrived. Secondly, I knew that since I had learned and nobody knows, not so many people knows my context, I felt that the person was sharing about movement does not know my context 
So if that movement was happening somewhere, because the case in that was the case study of Bujupuri people in, in India, somewhere in India, and I said the case of northern Kenya is different from India. It could have been happening among the Hindu, the Hindu people or a context like that, but not among the Muslim people of my region. I struggled. I remember God speaking to me on my way back from the meeting. It was like a camp. And God spoke to me on the message I received. I was sitting at the back of the plane. And I said, what will I do with this? I was really struggling. I had grown through seminaries. I did my missiology. I had planted churches. I was among, working among the unrich people groups. To so many people, I was an expert in my own world. But yet, what I was doing was not giving me the result that will help the kingdom of God advance in my own context. If you are interested with titles, which you will hear some of the titles that I was given while doing that, the title of, call, of being called a bishop. So you can also call me Bishop Isla if you don't mind. I attend some of Those kind of things were standing on the ways for me not to think about the kingdom of God. When God called me, when I came to Jesus, the person who introduced me to Jesus did not tell me even to become a Christian because I was a Muslim and I had no reason why I should become a Christian. I had a beautiful religion. I was committed to my religion. I was a practicing Muslim. Becoming a, a Christian was not my option. It wasn't. But I had a message. And the message was that Jesus forgives sin. And that message brought to me to Jesus. And I came to seek salvation from Jesus. Because in my growing up as a Muslim, all the teachings that I've had is about sins that are recorded and kept for the day of judgment. And the message that I received that day from a high school teacher is that your sins can be forgiven. And I am standing here today because my sins are forgiven. And there are many other peoples and millions outside there waiting for us to hear the message that sins can be forgiven. And we cannot let them die today. Go away without hearing that sins can be forgiven. If I will not do that, if you will not do that, we are withholding salvation from people that Jesus came for. The salvation that Jesus died for. By not just going to people and telling them about that there is salvation that is available. This text introduces us to the works of Apostle Paul and he tells us what he did in Acts chapter 19. My story is long. And I don't think we are even halfway. By faith, we're still pursuing that movement is possible and movement can happen. And I am a testimony today, although I'm still learning, I have witnessed as I travel in some of the places That I resisted, that movement cannot happen. And I witness 
that it is happening today because it is the work of the Holy Spirit. It is God who makes it happen. Friends, we are gathered here and we are called to continue what Jesus started. Jesus started movement. And you agree with me that Jesus did not come to start even Christianity. And nowhere in Jesus' message that he said, I came to start a religion called Christian or Christianity. I tried to go through the scriptures and all the 66 books of the Bible doesn't tell me that Jesus founded Christianity. As Christianity is listed as one of the world religion, I don't think it was Jesus' intention or God's intention to start a religion. Because religion is man looking for God. Jesus' message all the time through the gospel was the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is here. John the Baptist said the kingdom of God is coming. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is here. The rule of God in the hearts of people when almighty God invades the hearts of the sinners. And so, by God's grace, today we are seated here, invited by God to join Him in what He designed before the beginning. And that is to bring the nation that is lost back to Himself of what happened in the Garden of Eden. So, catalyzing movements. I want to just share a few things. I've been in this compound and land, and my teachers, the people that helped me learn, are all in this room. Because I see them believing. And doing. And seeing their nation change. They're seated here. God will hold us responsible for our generation and what we do with what we've learned from him. And the call to this camp in catalyzing movement is whether we are willing to be obedient to do what we have to do before we leave this world. Verse 10 of what we read this morning. Let me read for all of us. It says, This went on for two years so that all the Jewish and the Greeks who lived in the province of Asia heard the word of the Lord. And it talks about two years. There are things that they did that within a period of two years, the gospel message went to everyone. And as I sit down, friends, as we gather in this place and looking at this catalyzing movement everywhere, is the role of a disciple and a follower of Jesus. And so when Jesus started this movement, the movement of making disciples, which is not a project of our ministries or even church, it's not about our ministry, it's not about our denomination, it's about the kingdom of God. And so what he started in Matthew 28, he said, go and do it. He gave us instruction both in Luke 10 and Matthew 10 on how to do it. Finding the person of peace, spending time with the people, on a relationship, 
until the lost people will come to the saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, the church that was called to do that has somehow gone far. We've gone far away from this call. When we handle the gospel to the some special people or professional people and all ordinary people are left sitting in the pews and listening to few of us and the gospel stopped. The movement that Jesus Christ started stopped in the four corners of our buildings. And today, over four billion people are lost in our world. Even after 2,000 years of Jesus saying, go and make disciples. And so to catalyze from the word being a catalyst, we are all invited. A catalyst is somebody who will, or something that causes a reaction and disappears. We are called to that, that in our own ways, that we will do something so that we can cause a reaction among the lost people and then we disappear because the glory belongs to him. Movement, because we talk about movement. You've heard this word a lot. It's when we see we qualify something, when we see generations and when we see multiplications. We want to see the gospel, the message of the kingdom of God to be viral when it goes from one person to the other person to one place to the other place from one church the multiplication and the generation that is how we qualify something to be a movement and we've seen in this place and in this small compound when we started envisioning with some of the leaders who are here and today we can talk of over 42 movements in the descriptions of our network what movement is all about that God is able to cause movements. And I want to say this. Movement is not about what we do. It's about what God does by using ordinary people like us. And I want to say this today. If God can use me, a lost Muslim, God can use any one of us. He loves to use ordinary people to do what he wants to do. So why do we have to catalyze movement? Let me share about four things very brief. Number one. We have to catalyze movement of disciples and churches and leaders because that is what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to do that. He gave that command to the disciples. The early church did. And there is no reason why to us believers we will not be doing this. Secondly, disciple making movement is about the kingdom of God. It's about the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew tells us about that in Matthew 24 verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end shall come. Even after we read that, there is a lot that still needs to be done. And we are responsible in our generation to bring the nations to Jesus in response to Matthew 24 14. Number three. This is a way for God's glory to cover the whole world as the water covers the sea. It's only through movement as envisioned by Habakkuk in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 that it is possible that God's glory cover the whole world. Friends, I want you to join me to believe the nations that are represented in this place that as you do what you have to do by making disciples that God receive the glory in our nations. 
that his glory covers. And the only way that it can happen is when we see the multiplications of disciples and leaders. Jesus knew that this process can work. And that's why he left it to us. Number four, we are looking forward to Revelation 7-9. I am looking forward when we will be nations like this. From all over the place, the blacks, the white, the tall and the short. From Africa to the, from the rest of the world and many other places. I am looking for that day that when you don't need a visa and you are home with Jesus. This is the, what we are looking forward to. And so my brothers and my sisters, I want to encourage us. DMM Global Catalyst Camp is a place to learn. There are about three things. Whenever we come together each year, there are three things that we do. Number one, we are here to learn. That's why you realize that we don't have keynote speakers. All I am doing here is to set a stage. I want you to learn and I want to learn from you. All of us are students because disciples are learners and we are all here to learn. And make it an opportunity, a privilege to learn from someone. And we do that around our tables when we eat meals. Outside when you are standing and that's why we put the name of the, the flag of the countries so that you will find if there is somebody in your country that you, you met him here, try to think of how you can do that when you go back home. Learn. Number two, this camp is about sharing. You can share so that somebody can learn from you. Share the testimonies. And we are looking forward to learn from the testimonies and the case studies that will be presented in this place. We're going to ask questions and, 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 and we're going to go into breakout groups about those case studies. You've got a lot that you can share that we can learn from. And please don't hesitate to share. It may not be as much as what somebody else has shared, but you have something that God is doing in your movement or where you're starting your movement. Share with us. And if you feel for any reason that you have something to share, please meet John, Ken, Roy, myself. We will create a platform that those kind of things will be shared. We want to encourage each other that the movement will happen everywhere and it's already happened, but we want to see it happen. The last, this place about making connection. Take somebody's contact. There are things that happened in the last Catalyst Camp. There are people who came to last Catalyst Camp and went back, started looking for each other. And case we had a brother from Germany, Florian is here. So Florian came and he met Wilson from Uganda here. And now the team from Uganda is heading to Germany to help them in all those things. This is why this meeting is here. Make connection. Learn from each other. This is what we want to do. That's why this, God created this space. We really didn't want to think about making some sort of a conference where we want to call everybody to. That was not even our plan. Our plan, we were learning from each other. We invited uh, Roy here one of the years, and, 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 and Roy was sitting at the back, and Roy said, why do you keep this to yourself? Because all country leaders, we were learning from each other, and we were growing through presentation of case studies, and we realized 
that if we had an opportunity of hosting this, today we can learn from what God is doing in Eurasia. I'm looking forward to that. What principles, what process, and what practices that we can do in obedience so that we can grow the movement of the kingdom of God. So again, as I say, thank you so much for coming to this place. Until he comes, until he comes, let us take the gospel to the lost people. Let me say this as I sit. As I look at the church today, I may not speak candidly about the churches around the world. I can talk of the church in Kenya. Kenya, as a nation, is in the league, many people say, is in the league of sending missionaries. We remained as a missionary receiving countries. I mean, there's a lot of definition of what you call to be a missionary. When the gospel is domesticated within the buildings and the lost are far away from Jesus, how relevant is our church today? What is the role of our church? Why are we even having a church if the church misses what its own mission? These are the things that we need to reevaluate ourselves. We need to look at ourselves. Yes, there are things that we can thank God for. There are things that we need to stop and check ourselves. Are we really doing what Jesus came to do? So again, friends, may God bless you so much. And thank you for coming. And this theme, catalyzing movement, I want us, as even we learned this week, think about yourself being a catalyst. The scripture says in verse 10, in two years, all Asia. And I don't think it was only Paul who was running around and doing that. There must be a process. There must be a way that the people, other disciples, they all got the vision. They got, they were all motivated and mobilized. And through that, the gospel went viral and the whole of Asia was reached. It can happen our time, isn't it? It can happen our time. But I want us to take responsibility. Thank you so much, Roy. Can I bring you here to continue? Thank you.